This episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by YouTube, our YouTube channel. We are doing daily uploads on YouTube for all of 2017 and uh, maybe, maybe more and possibly beyond. So go and search Natural Habitat Podcast on YouTube, click subscribe, enjoy some videos, like, comment, share, do all that fancy YouTube stuff. Uh... That sponsor is even more relevant today than ever because this episode is available in video form on our YouTube channel. So while you're there subscribing, checking it out, go ahead and, uh, you know, if, if you're just chilling at home, if you're on your break or something, if you're, you know, uh, in a relaxing setting, you know, a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're driving, I do, or while they're working out. Or, you know, um, all these different active activities, active activities, I guess just activities, right? So all these different activities that people are doing, you could listen to your podcast hands-free and, you know, do all your other stuff. So if you are in a relaxing setting, just chilling, then go ahead and switch over to YouTube and enjoy this podcast over there. I went to 805th Recording Studio and I hung out with Roach Clip and Awesome Ty. We talked about Roach Clip's upcoming album. Talked about his two new music videos that are out now. We talked about, uh, for people that follow Roach Clip on social media, uh, the stabbing that he was recently involved in, him and his stomach. We get the details on that. Awesome Ty joins us to talk about his campaign. Uh, we talk about what's uh, on the horizon for Rogue Status and a lot of different shit. So these are good friends of mine. If you haven't heard of them or uh, haven't, you know, caught them on a podcast or caught their music or anything like that, then go check it out. You're in for a treat. I hope you enjoy this episode. Number 370, Roach Clip Get Stabbed. Got Stabbed. Maybe I'll call it Roach Clip Got Stabbed. Maybe I'll just call it Roach Clip and Awesome Tie. These are all possible names for the episode. So you already know what it is. Hit that music. <laughs> Welcome to the Roach Clip Podcast. Uh, Hi, I'm Roach. This is uh, Roach. Hello. <laughs> All right. Um, those look good? Yeah, we're, we're good. You guys ready? Ty, you ready? Yep. You got your polarized sunglasses on? He does. Okay, great. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Thank you, Roach Clip and Awesome Ty, for joining me. Woohoo! I appreciate it. Uh, how you guys doing? Great. Yeah. Terrific. We have almost all of all of Rogue status here. Minus the other three. Minus, okay, so I <laughs> forgot that you guys keep adding members. Minus three. So we have, what would that be? Famous Deuce. We're looking at 40% of Rogue status. Yes. Nice. We're missing um, Famous Deuce. Uh-huh. Sachi. Uh-huh. The Golden Boy. Uh-huh. And DJ Ra-Ra. DJ Ra-Ra. Yep. Bada-boom. Bada-bing. 
Bada bang. Woo. Uh, so I wanted to get you guys here to talk about something that uh, that is huge, something monumental that just passed, and that is the release of O.J. Simpson. You guys hear about this? We I just literally heard it. About literally it literally happened like 13 minutes ago. Yeah. And I just told you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, thanks for breaking the fourth wall, Ty. But either way, regardless of that, O.J. Simpson is is officially He's, he's going to be a free man once yeah. again. In October, right? Uh, yes. I think they said it as early as October 1st. Okay, now, uh, Roach, you have kids. How do you feel about this? I wouldn't want my kids to hang out with O.J. Simpson now. <laughs> but O.J. Simpson in like the late 80s, early 90s, absolutely. It would have been cool, right? Yeah. You get tickets to games and things. It Ooh, wait, what? You said you want your children hanging out with O.J. Simpson in the early 90s? No, you mi- you're misconstruing what I'm saying. I mean, there was... There was I obviously know, meant that I think that he was a much a more A series of unfortunate man. events that did happen in the early 90s that may or may not have Before involved the murdering, O.J. Simpson. I was talking football days, O.J. Simpson. I mean, even hey. even in the late 80s, I think he was known for some, for some wife beating on occasion. I don't really want my kids to just be hanging out with them. That was a different time, all right? I was watching this Hunter S. Thompson thing where... Uh, you know how he went and lived with the Hells Angels for like a year or some shit? I can't keep up with all the crazy things that man did. Yeah, he... He had a wild life. Yeah, he did. Well, at, at one point, he went and he like infiltrated the Hell's Angels, lived with them, partied with them, hung out, uh, got his ass beat a couple times, came back and like earned their respect, and then wrote a book about him and painted him in this horrible light. And the Hell's Angels got mad. So <clears throat> there was this thing on TV, and Hunter S. Thompson was being interviewed by some guy on some late night thing. They had a Hell's Angel guy ride his motorcycle into the studio pull up to him, stop, get off his bike, and he's like, I'm here as a representative for the Hells Angels. We're just people that like to ride motorcycles. We're not bad people at all. And then they like told the story about how Hunter was hanging out with them, and there was this dude named Junkie George who was beating Sounds his, like a gentleman. Yeah. He was beating his wife, and his dog didn't like it, so his dog attacked him, so he kicked his dog. So Hunter went over there and was like, hey, man, like, don't hit your wife and your dog. And they all kicked the shit out of Hunter S. Thompson for even getting into their business. The dog also? Uh, for what? The dog the, helps. W- was the dog in on the kicking of... The dog also okay. was helping. So I'm sure that he got in, got a couple bites in. And uh, then he said that... He said in this TV studio, you know, what happens between a man and his wife is their business. And sometimes to keep a woman in order, you got to beat her like a rug. And then everybody cheers in the audience, and it's all people in suits, nice people on a black and white television, all cheering. So it was a different time. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's my point. Is what I'm trying to get out about the OJ thing. Back in the 90s and 80s, you know, you can let your kids hang out with them because he didn't hit kids. He hit women, which was normal. Yeah. Was Not regular, condoning regular it. Regular things. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I think, I think even joking about wife beating was far more socially acceptable, you know, the farther back you go. Yeah, absolutely. And it's encouraged strange. almost. Sure. Yeah, like you said, sometimes you got to you got to take her out and do it. It's not it's not because you don't love her. You know what? We should probably get on to the next thing. <laughs> so uh so you went to Lionel Richie last night, right? Yeah, and it was dope. Yeah? I was I was surprised how many hit songs he actually had. Really? Like every one. So he he does uh Easy Like Sunday Morning, right? Yes. 
That's that the is, one everybody loves. That's oh, the yeah. only one I know. And then there's a bunch of Commodore stuff he did He's, that I really didn't remember. Oh, yeah. Like, he was singing Brick House. And it was dope. That's crazy. Yeah. I, for, I forget. And he was, like, even joking about it, joking about himself with, like, videos about how really his only role in the Commodores was to have really big hair and say, ow, all the time. <laughs> and, like, he kept replaying videos of it on the screen. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So it was a dope show? Yeah, it was good. Lionel Richie? Yes. Still out there? Still alive and kicking? And kicking. What about, uh, you guys excited for this new Lincoln Park tour? Yeah, except for guess what? What? Chicken butt. No way. Yeah, Chester Bennington hung himself. Another today. thing that just happened about 13 minutes ago? 14. We're reporting the hard-hitting news. <laughs> 14 now. Yeah, this is going to come out next week, so this will <laughs> already be way, way People gone. People will already be through mourning the man. Yeah, everyone will forget about it, but we're bringing it up again. Uh, I was never a Linkin Park fan. I was like hybrid theory when that came out, because that was like the peak of my skateboarding days, so it was like, ooh. Was that like the rap rock album? Yeah. All right. I liked a lot of their songs, but I was more of a fan of the other guy. Like, I mean, you know, nothing, no disrespect to, to do the that just guy. hung himself. Remember but I was his more, group, yeah. Fort Minor? They were actually yeah. pretty good. No, Mike Sonoda was, was, I thought, you know, like a relatively decent artist, but... um. Uh, you know, I think Linkin Park had some good songs. It definitely sucks that, you know, like another dude hung himself. He was probably just another victim of cyberbullying because everybody's hating on their new music. Yeah. Yeah. That's my theory. My hybrid theory. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Stand-up comedy style. That's yep. how we're holding the mics. That's, That's how what you he said do the it. format was, so I'm right so, with it. So, uh, apparently, see, I don't know a lot. I just know what you guys say. You told me that there was a lot of hate for their new album, right? Yeah, I guess. That's, I saw some random BuzzFeed video or something like that where they were talking about it. And, and he was, like, getting angry yeah. and, like, defending it on, like, Reddit and He's Twitter like, I'm not going to be doing the same songs that we were No, doing. he was, like, literally saying, anybody that doesn't like the new Linkin Park, come here and I'll kick your ass. Like, I think he was, like, literally threatening to fight people. Dang, for real? Yeah. He was like, you want to say that I'm to my face? I'm pretty sure that's a, a bad look. That's a bad look. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not what you want to do online at any level of your career, I think. Yeah. Even even the small guys don't threaten to fight your haters. Just let it happen. That's good. Any publicity is good publicity. Sure. Which I think Easy E said for the first time. Who said that first? According to the Defiant ones, I believe it, was it may have been Jesus. Jesus? I think Jesus, Jesus H. Did. Christ. Yeah. He might have. Just you know, because that was a biblical thing. Was it the day he went in and like threw all the tables at the temple? And he was like, not in my father's house. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I grew up religious, apparently. I did too, but I don't remember any of that. You don't that. remember that? The marketplace? That's like one of the biggest Jesus stories. Oh, is that stories. like a thing? Like for real? That's for real. Oh, he okay. go, they're like, they're in some temple and they're selling a bunch of goods and Jesus goes in and like, he fucking ransacks the place. You sure you're not thinking of Indiana Jones? <laughs> Hold on. You might be. No, it's Jesus, guys. I swear to God, it's Jesus. <laughs> But either way, it's all right. Uh, so on to the next thing. Uh, we had this planned out last week, and there was a uh, Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events, if you will. There was. That, that. happened. Uh, you were you were filming a new music video? Yes, it was. Now, this, is this a separate music video from the one that's getting ready to release soon? Yes. Uh, by the time people hear this, my single for 2 a.m. video will be out. Holy shit, really? Friday. It's out this coming Friday right now? Well, tomorrow, but it's going to be a week old podcast time. Yeah, this will come out This coming out on Tuesday, so, so it'll we're only out five days. It'll be available. So it's, it's on YouTube? Online. Yeah? What's you that? YouTube? 
It will be on YouTube, Facebook, all of them. Everywhere. Roach Clip, 2 a.m. Single will be out on SoundCloud. Will there there be a GeoCities Having a soft release. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Jeeves will be having a midnight showing. Nice, nice. Uh, Are you also going to be putting in put in as like sponsored ads on the side of uh, like Pornhub pages and stuff I like that? I might as well. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go now. I nowadays. think about it until right now. But, well, know. there it is. That's a free one for you. should be my marketing director. <laughs> Pornhub. That's where you'll get the views. Yeah, that's where everybody's at. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a substantial amount of thumbs up on all the videos I ever see there. Yeah, I found out about Net Neutrality Day from Pornhub <laughs> before any other website or Facebook or anything. And that just tells you a little something about me. <laughs> so... uh so we were going to get together. I was going to get you on the podcast. I was going to get you on the podcast. One, to promote this music video that's out now, 2 a.m. Go ahead and watch it. If you're already watching this on YouTube, then you can just pause this, open up a new tab, and go watch it and come back. Or pause the podcast. Do whatever you got to do. And then also, two, to spite Ty, because Ty is constantly trying to get you on his podcast. I know. You never, ever want to do it. And it's always a thing that you're dodging it and you always are against any sort of audio awesome tie that is not on music. Is that safe to say? I think he's just against me, period. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't want to see me succeed in life. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. And he doesn't and want I to have help. a strong suspicion that the only reason he wants to be involved in my mayoral campaign is that so he can sabotage it from the inside. <laughs> that's pass highly on, false. Pass on highly classified intelligence and campaign secrets to my opponent, not that Steve Martin. Do you or do you not know Steve Martin? Answer honestly right now, go. No, no, I do not. Well, there's going to be an independent investigation about the collusion between you and my opponent. I've seen Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> not that Steve Martin. Not that Steve Martin. Hashtag not that Steve Martin. Hashtag not that Steve Martin. <clears throat> All right. We'll get, we'll get to the campaign and how it's going in a second. But first, I want to talk about what happened uh, the other night. You were filming the second music video that is for a uh, Kato on the Beat production. Kato on the track. Kato on the track is what it is. The no Sucker My MCs. Bad. Five contest, which uh, which that will be out uh eventually. Yeah, next week. Next week. Next week. So it should be coming up pretty soon. Yep. Then uh, afterwards you were hanging out, uh, out front, kids playing basketball, doing the whole thing, and people that follow you on social media know that you were recently stabbed in your stomach. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, now, revealing however much you would like to reveal upon the situation, why don't you tell us what happened for the people that are wondering? Because you, of course, were very vague about it. You're like, thug life, paramedics, stomach. Like, that's about it. That's all anybody got. That's all. I like to keep them guessing uh-huh. and asking questions. Okay. Uh, but yeah, there was a, a speeding vehicle that came too close to hitting... Mine and some of my friend's children. Okay. We were upset. Understandably so. Because we're angry old men, basically. And we confronted these people. A confrontation happened. And I was stabbed in the stomach. So, so the, I, I won't try to reveal too much, but the way that you explained it to me was, uh, you were talking to, to these people talking to some people that were pretty sane, understanding the situation, yes. were cool. Then all of a sudden, you get punched in the stomach by somebody, and which turned out later to be stabbed in the stomach by somebody. Yes. Uh, turned around, fought that somebody. Everything was cool. Walked away, realized that you 
were bleeding. Yes. And then, uh, and then kind of had, uh, you know, I don't mean to like ruin your, your street cred or anything, but you kind of had a little, like a scary moment out in the street. Yeah. It was not, it was, it was definitely a moment. That's for sure. Definitely a moment. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> yeah. I think that adrenaline is the gnarliest drug that you can ever have. Yeah. And when that is gone, you feel, you feel when you are stabbed. <laughs> it didn't feel good. Not to mention I live far away from town. So waiting on an ambulance was, was a substantial wait. Yeah. It was not, it was not a, a short wait. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, it was a scary, a scary thing. Not knowing what's happening to your body. Well, uh, I'm glad that everything turned out all right. Yeah. I'm glad that you're good. Uh, you have, you're now transgendered. You have a vagina in your stomach. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> and, uh, hey. Why don't you go back inside, please? What are you doing with that thing? He's, he's running amok. Crazy kids. You got children running around all yeah. over the place. So, uh, so that's pretty nuts, man. So for, for people that saw what had happened, didn't really know the whole story. True. Everything's cool. You're going to be fine, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the time of recording this, you're good. You don't have any sort yeah. of internal hemorrhaging or anything like that. I'm healing up good. Still nice. hurts to get up and about. Yeah. Give me drugs. Well, drugs are good sometimes. Yeah. Just be careful with those. Yes, yes. You know, when the when it's done, it's done. That's the rule. <laughs> That's what the doctor said. When it's done, it's done, when all right? When it's done, it's done. Otherwise, it's six years later, and you're like, okay, when it's done, it's done. It's going to be done in any second now. So, careful. What did you tell the emergency room happened to you? There was like a fucking gang of sheriffs in there. I had to tell them what happened. Oh, shit. I didn't beat around the bush. Yeah. It essentially was self-defense on my part without like revealing anything until the case is closed. But yeah, I was fucking defending myself. Right, right. Yeah. And in and America, that's all right. And another thing, when the cops showed up, the cops showed up before the paramedics and they were all asking if you were on parole, if you were on probation, if you what had anything in your pockets. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? They weren't serving and protecting. Not at all. They're mostly questioning and judging. Yeah, they're trying to get a little bit of little bit of money for fucking Steve Martin over here. Fucking Steve. Not Martin. that Steve Martin. So moving on to lighter things, Ty, how's the campaign going? Oh, it's going excellent. We're uh, building a lot of momentum going forward, and I think it's going to be a real barn burner. A barn burner. A barn burner. Uh, I haven't heard that term since I yeah, was. I don't know what that term's really generally used for, but I'm repurposing it for for my own use here. <laughs> so it's going to be an exciting campaign. Yeah, exactly. A barn burner. A barn burner. Yeah. I got it. Okay, this seems exciting. Basically, yeah. I think it means when the party's so good that that your alcoholic uncle Greg lights the barn on fire. Yeah. Well, so you it, know, it, it, it could it could quite actually be a literal literal term we might actually go burn a barn somewhere for at some point during the campaign i mean okay, we're going to need to come up with some some publicity stunts so did did the term bonfire come from a barn fire did somebody's barn we catch need to on get to fire the bottom of this. someone's barn caught on fire the rubble all fire there was like it's a bonfire <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it could be it and that's what that's what we just try to recreate that in bonfires to put as much wood as we can and fucking light it up wow. yeah so the, so the term is right an now. event that is very exciting or intense so yeah i think i use that accurately cuz my terms. campaign is very exciting everybody's very intense. very enthused well and we're just scratching the surface with this campaign now oh mm -hmm. yeah it's just the tip of the iceberg really you got a new suit right you just I got bought a suit I do, yes a fancy business suit that's dope you can actually that's see that's step 1 you can see the journey 
uh, awesome times running from air suit shopping on YouTube right yes. now on the Natural Habitat Podcast YouTube. Many more episodes to come, I believe. Yep. And uh, we're gonna follow this whole campaign for the next for the next year 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 and a few months. Who knows if I'm elected? I mean, God. The, then the, then we're gonna follow another for two a while. years at least. Yeah, and imagine doing a podcast from your office as mayor. It'd be super dope. And then once you're elected, you can like tweet really strange things like Donald Trump. Uh huh. Tweet yeah. weird stuff all the time. That'll. I mean, that's really my plan. And just mystify the people. That's yeah. really. I'm gonna learn the job of mayor as I go. I figure there's, you know, there's gonna be people at City Hall that have worked there for a while that can give me pointers and kind of, you know, show me what to do, like any other job. Yeah, that's how most jobs work. I right? think yeah. people, I think people overthink it, and you know, they give Mayor too much credit. It's probably really nothing. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, it's, no, it's probably just you know, I sign this and cut this ribbon and kiss this baby, and yeah, it seems pretty that's all easy there is to it. Uh, a, a decree. Yeah, I'll, I'll make decrees. Definite decrees. You be in executive all the orders. Mm -hmm. They probably let you into like the fair for free. Every parade. Yeah, dude, that parade is gonna seal the deal. We're making the announcement right now that next year in July, there's gonna be a Fourth of July parade locally, and we're gonna have a float. And it's going to be an awesome tie from Airflow. Yeah. Yep. And I know that this is going to work for the campaign because I was at this 4th of July parade recently and I saw Debbie Arnold. Are you familiar with Debbie Arnold? Name sounds familiar. She's like, uh, she's running for like a supervisor or some shit. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with Debbie Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I see her like, I see her signs everywhere all the time. And this car drives through in the parade and it has like a parade number on it. And here's old ass Debbie Arnold in her fucking red, you know, pants suit in the passenger seat of this old classic car. It has vote for Debbie Arnold on the side and she's just waving at everybody and pointing and waving a flag around. And I was like, I looked at it. I watched her and I said, she probably passes like three quarters of the way past. And I go, I'm fucking voting for Debbie Arnold. I'm going to vote for Debbie Arnold. Was it the pantsuit or the classic car that sealed the deal? It was the fact that she was out there With waving the at the people. Yeah. That was the thing. I didn't see anybody else out there that was running. Especially if we make it a float to remember, uh -huh. everyone will know. That's right. A real American float. Not to mention all the viral videos that are coming out. And I'm going I'm to go Steve places Martin even and have shake a, people's have a hands. YouTube? I'm just going to go around shaking hands. You know, hey, hey, my name is Ty. I'm running for mayor. Kiss every baby. I appreciate your vote. Just, just creepily kiss all the babies. <laughs> we have to have a very strict age cut off, though. <laughs> That's what I was just going to yeah, say. What constitutes a baby? <laughs> like, to toddler is too much. I'm going to say 15. <laughs> <laughs> you can kiss kids up to 15. On oh. the forehead, though. That's all. Uh, so, yeah, just as long as you're out there with the people, I think that's all that matters, for sure. So that did it for me with Debbie Arnold, and that parade's going to be the shit. So your campaign is definitely getting exciting. It's blowing up. And I, I, we were talking about it before you got here. You are definitely underestimating this campaign. I think, I think yeah, that you he, know he could be very easily the first social media-influenced city official. Yeah. You know? Like, I think it's time a new generation of leadership stepped up in absolutely. this area. You know, you look around at our local city government, it's all people that are pushing the retirement age. It's like, really, you know, who's going to who's gonna look after our future? You know, these people should be winding down their careers. And 
I don't see too many, you know, people our age that are stepping up to like get involved in anything like that's that. Absolutely and it's true. Like, Across the why board, why not? You know, like who's to, who's to stop you? You know, that's your right as an American is to you know run for office and, and run a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's like I've always been the type. It's like I don't want to you know start at the bottom with something. I just want to dive in head first into the deep end of the pool and like yeah, you know what? What better way to get involved in local politics than to literally run for like the hardest part? You know, like the top <laughs> position and have a have a really. A- uh, but it's like Don- chance of winning. Yeah, and it's like Donald Trump. You know, it's like you you know you want to say something, you want to say it's ridiculous, but it's like Donald Trump. Yep, Donald Trump. It's Donald true. Did it. Fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. So it definitely can be done. And Especially, it can be I mean, done granted, locally. I don't have a bunch of money like Donald Trump, but I mean, I certainly am as qualified as Donald Trump. Yeah, but how much is it really going to cost to make some some you know banners and stick them in businesses and have your name all over town in a big picture of your face that's yeah. true it's a small amount of money and i think that plus you all might the bride be... money we'll be able to take yeah, and uh-huh. these, you know like i said these these other people running for local office are like fucking 70 years old so they're not gonna have the they don't the relate with all to you know like take advantage of social media and get out there and campaign like a 2017 campaign requires you to we should uh we should put on a show and try to get a bunch of people to come perform and have it be a fundraiser for your campaign. That's a great yeah. idea. And have people do like five bucks at the door, have it all go towards the campaign. Yeah, buy fantastic. fucking, you know, pamphlets, all that stuff. Oh, I was going to say Pictures. drugs. Oh, that too. The drugs are good for the campaign because they make us think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. And they make us, they give us that extra umph. And also, like, if we record ourselves doing the drugs and put it on social media, people will see it. They'll be like, I relate to these guys, mm-hmm. you know. So this is all this is all going to be good. We I need just, that young. I have vote. a feeling that Ty is going to really push the issues that are that are relevant to our demographic. Yeah, you know. Well, if, no, I'm not just thinking about our demographic. I'm thinking about the our whole demographic city of Paso makes Robles. up sixty percent of Paso Robles, age you know nineteen to thirty five. Yeah, you know, yeah. What I mean? eighteen to yeah, eighteen you know, to forty. 18 even. To 40, there's, you know, a thousand, like there's a thousand. There's a thousand. Who does Tom Arnold appeal to? Or Tom Arnold? Tom Steve Arnold. Martin, whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is. Arnold, some old actor name. Uh huh. It's Steve like Martin. there's a thousand people in Paso Robles that are turning 18 this year. Yeah, that will be able to vote next year. That are all on Facebook. Yeah, they're and on Instagram. We can reach these they're, on kids. The, they're on the Snapchat. They're on the Twitter. Uh huh. And that is where you are going to be, my friend. Yes, I've, I I just made a Twitter the other day um, for this campaign. What I is it? I can't recall the handle. Oh, that's a great job. Should be yeah. awesome type for mayor. <laughs> but I've I've made two tweets. Dang, so, two so tweets already. Go, go check them out. Two that's tweets I've made. There's two tweets on there. Is it is it at running for mayor maybe? No, running for mayor wasn't available. Oh, is man. it Austin Ty for mayor? Yeah, probably. It's uh, Ty for mayor. We're gonna have to get it a hold is, on it all is. these. Ty for mayor. Let's keep it's guessing. T y f o r m a y o r. Ty for mayor. Yes. Okay. Cool. At that Ty almost sounds. Mayor. And then like, Instagram, it's at running for mayor. And that's where uh, that's where a lot of your campaigns gonna, campaigning is going to be done at, right? Definitely. Are you going to have a main place where you do it, Instagram? Because that kind of links to everything, I think right? I'm going to have a main place, and that's the streets of Paso Robles. Okay. That's right. where I'm going to be campaigning okay. the hardest. But we'll, of course, take advantage of all platforms available to the campaign. His answers are – he has such politician answers. I want to pit him up against not that Steve Martin. It's going to happen. And get, get some hard-hitting questions. Yeah, we're going to do a debate for sure. I We did a training well, debate. Well, I feel like if I, if I can get on the ballot, then he's going to have to at least acknowledge me as a legitimate you know, contender. And, and then have to maybe you know, box you guys in a celebrity Unless he's legitimately boxing scared of me, like why wouldn't he want to debate me? So uh-huh. I could see that happening. So can I, I think you should challenge him to some sort of physical feat. And when he backs out, you could just call him on his cowardice. 
Yeah. <laughs> is, is this the man fit to run your city, people? <laughs> yeah, very true. Then there's no more allegedly. He actually backed out. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah. And I think we. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a good deep dive, you know, as best of my ability into his background. And really, you know, you might as well lay all yours out there now, too. Like, I mean, well, see, that's the, the beauty of it is mine's been out in the open for the past, you know, <laughs> 12 years through my music. You know, you listen to my music, you hear all about my life. I meant more your you criminal record. I don't have a criminal record. <laughs> you, oh, I thought they... I do not have a criminal record. I don't know what you're accusing me of, sir. How's your credit score? <laughs> so I think I think that not that Steve Martin Dodging is that one. It's 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 come time for change. Who's campaign? I, I told you this guy is trying to fucking destroy my campaign he is. from the inside. Do you or do you not know not that Steve Martin? Answer honestly. Go. I do not know. <laughs> I seen a uh, picture around town. When when uh when we got I got Ty on the podcast last week to talk about his campaign and do the whole announcement, and I did a a speed round. You know, like what like pick instantly don't think about it as fast as you can two options pick one you know what i mean and it's like cake or pie blah 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 mm -hmm. and uh all of his answers were politician style answers i was like cake or pie and he said freedom and it just went on from there and i think that if we were to get you into a debate with steve martin he would eat him alive yeah he wouldn't have a chance dude so that's gonna happen that's coming up next year once it really starts starts the ball rolling as mm -hmm. far as the campaign. Yeah. I believe it's, gonna it's be July dope. when he could pull papers. We're gonna have to start campaigning the streets. It's gonna be yeah. exciting. So um your EP is almost done, Road yes. Clip? I'm about a, a song or two away. A song or two away. So we're looking at uh I'm shooting for beginning of August. Okay. Be now? Are you sure? Yeah. Cause that's already like that's only two weeks away. Yeah, I know. Are you doing a digital release? Yes. You know, it's going to take like a few weeks, right, to get it up there? No, I already paid and I already have the thing all pending right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. And all the tracks? Well, I have what I have right now. Oh, okay. I just am going to add a couple more to it. I see what you're saying. So Smart man. It's either going to be six or it's going to be eight songs. Okay. Six for sure as it stands. All right. Okay. So that'll be the curve. So be a that'll shame be if somebody out. sabotaged it from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, so from the inside of your computer breaking. <laughs> Are we gonna fight? I don't know, but this is all documented. So if something happens, then you're definitely gonna I be basically suspect just number one. To the crime, yeah, yeah, you did. But uh, I don't know. If he breaks the computer before I get this audio out of it, then you could be safe. So. Uh, that uh, that EP will be available iTunes, Spotify, Spotify. Google Play, all the Napster, stuff. everywhere, iTunes, probably Napster, Kazaa, LimeWire, LimeWire, SoundClick. Oh yeah, Reverb so Nation. I think so. Oh, it it actually will be on my Reverb Nation. Yeah. Yeah, because I forgot I had one of those. Keeping it old school. Uh, hey, you know some people still you use it. You should log into your MySpace and put it up. I'm going to put it up everywhere because it is going to be free. So I figure if you're listening to music somewhere online, I want you to listen to mine. So Nice. Might as well. Yeah. Got to have it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's dope. That'll I'm not, be I'm not one of those ones that's like, I'm only going to drop it on Spotify and then hope for your streams. I want you to fucking hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as have you it should. everywhere. As you should. SoundCloud. Did I say SoundCloud? No. Uh, SoundCloud is still going to be up. 
there were rumors that they were going to shut down. Yeah, they. I heard they got bought out by Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I think that might have been a rumor with him. He, he invested some money for sure. Yeah. And then I read another story actually saying that he only actually got it to where it's going to be up for another 60 days or something like that. But I don't know how true that was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of established people that use SoundCloud. Yeah, but I think they only use it because they have to. Yeah, but you know I, what I mean? but a lot of people also pay the monthly fee, which is three times as much as fucking a lot but of what I've four ninety nine things. Or what I may be incorrect, but I don't think there's much like ways to monetize or make any money off of SoundCloud. Yeah, I think it's just they probably don't have you know they've just got the one revenue stream of subscription service and. But I don't think know. that goes to artists. Yeah, I know you can no, monetize yeah. as far as making sure that your plays only go straight to your page. Yeah, but you don't make any money off of SoundCloud. No, no, it's just no. an exposure type of thing. Yeah. With horrible quality music on there, because mm-hmm. it makes it the stupidest dumb little tiny file when you go to SoundCloud. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes your mixes does mono. It? Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does make a mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes them sound Absolutely. like poop. Mm-hmm. But it's there, and everybody uses it. Yeah, it doesn't compress them a bunch, but it does make a mono. Yeah, which is terrible. Well, hopefully, uh, with Chance the Rapper's money, they can fix stuff like this. Yeah, make them stereo files. Because that is where this podcast is hosted, so I hope that nothing happens to it, because then I'll <laughs> lose the whole back catalog. And I, I didn't know over. that. I thought you had your own hosting. No, I host it on SoundCloud. Well, great. Because for 15 bucks a month, I can get unlimited hosting. There you go. Unlimited uh, storage and bandwidth. So this episode is brought to you by SoundCloud. Maybe they'll give me a free uh, free like account for a year or something like that. Yeah. Great Since job, I, SoundCloud. Great job, Chance the Rapper. Right in the middle. I like your Kit Kat commercials. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're silly and fun. I've never seen Chance the Rapper's Kit Kat commercials, nor have I listened to Chance the Rapper's music. <laughs> I haven't listened to his music either. I heard that do he's... Do they feature the, the classic Kit Kat theme song? Yes, they do. He sings Give it. me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Kit yeah, I'm going to have to stop you. you Steve Martin you cannot you sing like legally, that. You, hear me? you can't legally sing that whole song. <laughs> we don't have the rights. We're not Chance the Rapper, okay? I didn't pay for the fucking My Kit bad. Kat jingle. Hey, did this stop recording a while ago? No, we're recording. All right. Yeah, we're good. So, uh... Put your fucking sunglasses back on and stop worrying about what's going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> Tying his polarized sunglasses. You can't see the damn computer monitor. Nope. So, uh, Ty... Ty can relate to me on this. You need to start watching it. The Defiant Ones. Oh, let's do it. Let's get into that. This shit... I only saw the one clip, and it was cool. Okay, this shit is crazy. This is a... It was explained to me as, like, a four-part miniseries show. I didn't realize that it was a documentary until I started watching it. Right. That it's starring everybody. And it's it's kind of the story... It's the story of uh, Jimmy Iovine... Who is a uh, engineer, producer, music executive, founder of Interscope Records, as well as some other uh, CEO of some other thing or chairman of some blah, blah, blah. But he has produced like everybody. And everybody that's anybody, fucking U2, uh, he was banging Stevie Nicks for a couple years. Nice. And then. Uh, who else? Who else was in there? Uh, Bruce Springsteen was Tom like Petty, one of the first Eminem. ones. Tom Petty. He found Eminem, like launched him, launched Dr. Dre's career. Bono. Hey, is that still recording? Okay, cool. Thanks. You got... Yeah, there was a group of people in that shit. Yeah. And uh, so he like... He was just like this producer, engineer kind of guy. Got this job. Started sweeping a studio got on the boards one day on accident, 
started producing these like big stars and broke a lot of people into the music industry and the other half of it is kind of about like dr dre and you know nwa the fall of nwa when they all broke up and like ice cube went solo this whole thing and i found out that nwa was kind of like they were kind of fooding right like as a as opposed to like easy e was a drug dealer but none of the well, we all see Dre in the fucking sequence shirts and shit when he was in the World Class Wrecking Crew. Yeah, but World World Class Wrecking Crew crew was actually pretty dope, and it was yeah, like but, I mean they were not gangbangers. No, and they had the they had whole Jerry curls and and suede shoes on. They covered that like in the first episode, and they were talking about how it was like the music of the time. They were getting laid, so like they were gonna go up there and dress up and dance around, and they were all DJs. And I didn't know they were all DJs. I thought that they just sang and danced. Gotcha. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So it was a crew of DJs. And uh, Yellow was in there and fucking a couple other people. And then, uh, like, you could tell that Dre was, like, embarrassed when he was talking about it. He's, like, has his head down, like, fuck. I don't even want to fucking talk about that. And then the other dude, uh, Alonzo or whatever his name was, the guy that started it, you remember him? Oh, like yeah, yeah, and he was all excited and like oh, that yeah, was, you that, could tell that that was the highlight of his life. <laughs> yeah, he's sure. like world class red crew. I we noticed were the that Doctor Dre takes himself very seriously. Yeah, he does. Like Doctor Dre, like well, I mean, he's like the fucking biggest you know producer slash rapper slash engineer in the fucking world. Yeah, and arguably it, hap- it happened really quick too. Like fucking, it was crazy. And when you just see it all map out, and they were talking about how like they uh. It was Dre and Easy, and they were driving around, and they all like to play paintball. So this is a spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Defiant Ones. So go watch it. Anybody out there listening, I'm going to spoil it for you because you're my yeah, friend. Go for it. Uh, so they're all, they're all, uh, they all like playing paintball, and Easy had gotten a paintball shotgun, right, that looked all realistic. So they loaded it up, went and drove around on the freeway in Compton, and started shooting at cars with their paintball shotgun because it looked real, it was scaring people. And someone called the cops. They came and pulled them over, pulled them out of the car. Dre was like, they pulled us out, threw us on the ground, like knees on our back of our necks, understandably, because we were driving around with a fucking shotgun. Like, <laughs> what, like that's what they should have done. And uh, found out it wasn't real. They went to court, got charged, and then Dre got weekends. So he had to do like a certain amount of weekends and they would all party on the weekends and Dre was the DJ. So Dre would provide the music. So if there's no music, there's no party. And if there's no Dre, there's no music. So Dre was in jail for the weekend. Ice Cube was mad that there was no party. So he wrote, fuck the police because the police were the ones that put Dr. Dre in jail for the weekends. So they couldn't party. And he wrote this fuck the police song all about police brutality and like all this crazy shit. And he wrote the whole thing too, not just his verses. Yeah, I, I think that happened a lot. It's, yeah. They yeah, all kind of sure. looked to, to Cube to write a bunch of the shit. And that's how it was created. It's like, it's a story just like anybody else. It's not like, you know, we're fucking hardcore on the street, gang bangers, killing people. That's, They're like, hey, we fucking. That's how so many of the, I mean, musicians are. And people tend to like put people on a pedestal just because, you know, all they, all they hear is like the lyrics. And, yeah. You know, like. But it, but if you're gonna put anybody on a pedestal, NWA is the one. You're right. like they're from Compton in the worst time when it was getting all like super ghetto, and 
you hear all the stories and you're like, damn, these guys were actually about what they rapped about. And all the interviews, Easy es like, everything we say is 100% real. And he has like a gun that he borrowed from somebody that's like not even their gun. So it's like, you see- Smoke and mirrors, man. You see yeah. the smoke and mirrors all the way from the beginning. Like, it's a trip. It's it was hyperbole, crazy. you know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like he said, is every artist does that, man. If you get a niche that starts, you know, popping off for you, you fucking do it. It's just what it is. Yeah. People like to- like to assume that like everything their favorite rapper says in a song is like what they really do. They're selling a product, man. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. They're selling a product. Yep. And people buy it. Some people put too much thought into it. Yeah, and that's what Dre's mom was all mad when they like when they came out and did the first thing. Easy E actually did it like he was really fucking smart. Like I, I've never been an Easy E fan. I'm one of those guys that's like, eh, whatever. Like, you know, I never really liked him and I don't I don't like to pretend to like Easy E because you have to like Easy E. It's Easy E and Tupac. You have to love if you want to be in the world of hip hop at all. Otherwise, or Biggie Smalls, another one. I fucking hate Biggie Smalls. Otherwise, you fucking you hate Biggie Smalls, or you I, just you don't. I you're never not liked a big his fan. music, and I never listened to it growing up. And like, I just am never like that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. See, I I I just recently got into Biggie, and I love it, but I I never got into Tupac or. Easy E, I can never really vibe See, with you. Easy E, his flow is just always too basic. You know what yeah. I mean? It was just always real, like that's ABC, what it was for like, me. Cue the two, internet three. hate for Ty now. <laughs> <laughs> you just said Biggie no, Smalls is garbage. Bring it on! I don't give a shit. Biggie I don't like Biggie Smalls. Is, you know, <laughs> I think we're both getting hate. I said I didn't like Tupac. You said you didn't like Easy E. You said you didn't like Biggie Smalls. We all are, you know, talking shit. Must be fake. You guys must not do music. You must not appreciate the hip hop. That's what we're going to get. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. Well, uh, I think that being yourself and having your own opinion is the most important thing Absolutely. out of all of them. So, uh, I was, uh, what was I, what was I going on about, about this talk? Oh yeah. Easy E was smart as fuck. And I have this new respect for him because he was the one that put up the money. He was the one that started Ruthless Records and, he found uh, this chick group that was JJ Fad that released the album and it was like some girl rappers, no cursing, everything was like, uh, and like they were all spitting double time and it was pretty dope, but like nothing real crazy, you know what I mean? Just some girl rap group and he uh, put that out as Ruthless Records' very first release sent it out to radio stations everybody loved it everybody played it and it got people anticipating what ruthless records next release was and gonna then be. they dropped and then, music. yeah then they dropped the first nwa single and the world fucking took a shit in their pants and everyone was like oh my god why are you talking like this this is crazy i thought that ruthless records was a nice place no it's called ruthless records it's not nice yeah so it's definitely a crazy fresh documentary i'm two episodes in and it's a four-parter, so you should check it out. It's online everywhere. Yeah, no, I start. I started watching the the one that was everywhere on Facebook with Eminem and Dre, like yeah. a little snippet of it. It's dope, dude. The Defiant ones, that's where it's at. So, um, so new album coming new out. Album. Mayor next year. Mayor next year. I'm glad you're all right. Thanks, sir. Uh, everybody, go watch the new music video. Two a.m. on YouTube or Facebook or wherever. You can have it on Vimeo. Um, no. Why not? Because. Because. <laughs> you were all about sound click and shit. Now I was you don't talking wanna, shit. Now you don't want to I thought that Vimeo video. was just an extension of YouTube. 
That's Vivo. Or Vivo, my bad. Vimeo is a separate platform. Yeah, Vimeo is different. Yeah, Vivo is different because you have to be like established to have a Vivo or something. Yeah, Vivo is garbage. Don't worry about Vivo. You know what I think it really comes down to is like label. If you're on a label, you get a Vivo. No, you can pay for a Vivo. Yeah. And it just makes it where people can't like post, you know, repost the video or something like that. Yeah. I don't even think it does that. I honestly don't know what the benefit would be. I think it just yeah, like, it just makes people watch it, I guess, or because they're like, "Ooh, it's a vivo." Like, I don't even know what the fuck it means. I yeah, just I know, know that it's a term weird that they say on and YouTube. It appears on the in the corner of your yeah your little shit. vivo video. Vivo. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it might even. I don't be... like it. I don't trust it. So no vivo. Yes, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <that's the> other <laughs> one. All right. Good. Uh, well, that's dope, man. I can't wait to see it. At this point, it's not out yet. Nope. So I can't see it, but I will see it soon when it drops. Yep. And uh, I'll be sure to share it on all the podcast pages. Sweet. So thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Fellas? This is the first. Peace mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for me for mayor. Ty's bored. <laughs> no, I'm tired. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. Not only am I campaigning for mayor, which is a full-time job in itself, I also still you know, work my nighttime job, so... You know, the grind never stops for Awesome Ty. That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, that's how I like it. So, uh, what's going on with Rogue Status before we get out of here? You guys working on a new the album? Project? is all, it's it's chugging along, man. We're in the last stages of this album. So, that'll be coming It's a long out one. In the next, uh, probably last quarter? Yeah. We were hoping to uh, have it out a bit sooner, but it's just it's taking a little time. We're in the last little bit of mixing and mastering, and then... Well, hopefully it'll be out, and it'll, it'll be, be good. good for sure. It'll be a good stocking stuff. Full, full yeah. length, be, too, there'll man. There'll be some new music coming out shortly of some sort. Yeah. I'm sure. Well... At some point. That's dope. I'm sure that the people are excited. I am. I am. You guys are, and that's what's important. You know what I mean? Make yep, what you yep. want to make. Be excited about it. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening, everybody. We love you. Peace. Natural Habitat Recordings.